and we're going to miss some of it. So welcome to <laughs> days just around the corner. I'm Dan. I'm a Dave. Uh, you missed about three minutes if you're listening to this on Spotify because <laughs> I didn't hit the record button. All the pertinent information was at the beginning. It's okay. We're on our first song, so that's not a big deal. Uh, when you're listening to this on Spotify, that was just a Dave Rotella mess up. Uh, it's been one of those days at the office, too, <laughs> so no worries. Anyways, back to business. So uh, I became this, uh, a Poco fan. Dad, Dad introduced me to Crazy Love, and then there was Heart of the Night, and we had the singles. And as I got older and I was you know, searching through bins when I went looking, I'd find these Poco records. And I remember my aunt took me over to the river shopping, and, and uh, she said, if you're good, I'll buy you two records. And I ended up buying Cowboys and Englishmen and Blue and Gray. <laughs> and I fell in love with them. And they're probably not the best records. Of, like out of, I mean, I think they're all five-star records from Poco, but they're probably not my favorites. But they were the, th they were the two albums that really led me into becoming a fan. Fast forward many years, and I've got a company called Danima Creative Group, also a sponsor of 4680Q. And uh, not exactly sure how it started, but I approached Poco to say, hey, listen, I could redo your website. I'd love to help out. Your 50th anniversary is coming up. And lo and behold, Rusty Young's wife, Mary Young, got in touch with me and said we'd love that. Uh, and uh, we ended up building them a 50th anniversary website that's still up now, pocoband.com. And, you know, got to talk to Mary, and a couple times I got to talk to one of my heroes, Rusty Young, lead singer of Poco. And I'm a huge fan. I was kind of a fanboy when <laughs> I'd be talking to him. And when Light of Day, uh, or sorry, when COVID hit, we didn't want Light of Day to, uh, you know, go by the wayside. And, you know, we had had a show planned with Tim Hicks, and that didn't fall through because of COVID. So I decided at the end of that year, you know, we were kind of, in this little stalemate, and I said, let's, I was doing some virtual shows, let's do some songwriter shows, so we'd pick three, three artists and do a virtual show, we used this uh, virtual uh, tool that I had called uh, StreamYard, and we put together these shows, so I talked to Mary, I said, do you think Rusty would do it? Lo and behold, he said yes, and so I had my hero on the screen in front of me, I didn't meet him in person, but there he was, playing songs, we were talking with the rest of the songwriters, and it was a great time. So when it came time for a big virtual show, uh, the one that took uh, place in 2020, Rusty sent us three songs that he videotaped in his cabin uh, where he lives. And I think, and I, and I may have this wrong, Mary, if you happen to listen to this podcast, I'm sorry if I got this wrong, but I, I think it may have been his last performance because unfortunately Rusty passed away during COVID. Huge, huge loss, Poco loss. Paul Cotton and Rusty Young, their lead singers in the first year, uh, or sorry, uh, in the same year of COVID. And it was sad and, you know, it's the end of an era. Uh, I know some of the boys from the band are, are doing something now, but uh, no longer is Poco. And I think the only few left are, you know, Richie Fury's out there doing some Poco material, but, you know, we lost a great one. And, you know, it was just getting to know Rusty a little bit because of the website and, uh, Unfortunately, he passed, but he did play the song, and it was one of my favorite songs growing up. Still is one of my favorite songs, and I know you know this one. So sit back and enjoy. Rest of young Poco. This one's called Crazy Love. Tonight I'm gonna break away Just to wait and see I'll never be in prison by a Just when I think 
listening to 4680q.ca i'm dan i'm a dave and that was poco and the great rusty young and crazy love from the album legend uh one, one of the best uh, albums uh in my co- album collection i still to this day play that album over and over again so many great songs and so like i said i i was quite excited that i actually it was virtually but i had rusty young on two of our shows and that was uh a big thrill for this uh, old guy because I'm a diehard Poco fan, as you, many of you, if you're listening, know. Anyway, so moving on. So we've got uh, six or seven other artists that we want to get to uh, today on this show called Songs from Around the Corner, artists from Light of Day. Uh, we meet a lot of different people down in Asbury Park um, and at our shows. But when we go down there, you know, we're not I'm not working. <laughs> so I'm down there and we're we're meeting different people. And uh, just before the COVID lockdown, the, the last light of day before lockdown, we were there, and my good friend and uh, comrade Sammy Grasso, you may know Sammy from the Cadillac Lounge or the Elma Combo out there in Prince Edward County. Well, he had told us about this guy. He had seen this guy sing a Joe Grusecki song on YouTube. Uh, the song was Homestead, and he loved it. He sent it to us, and we listened to it. It was great. And uh, lo and behold, Sammy met this particular artist um, in Asbury Park. And none of us knew him. Uh, we'd never met. Uh, I think we may have, I think Sammy may have talked to him on the phone. I'm not quite sure, but we had never met. But he was sitting with Joe Grushecki having breakfast, uh, which is something we do when we're down there. And I guess Jake came into the, what are they reading? I'm not, I'm not exactly sure the, sh- the actual story. But anyways, he introduced him to Joe. They met, they talked about it. And we slowly got to know Jake. And Jake has become part of our uh, 
we have a morning rock and roll messenger group on Facebook uh, with Sammy, Gord Hunter, Charles Harrison, and of course, the guy we're going to play next, Jake Matheson. Well, Jake, uh, you know, would play us some of his songs, and he, you know, we were just blown away by his songwriting, and he decided to do an album. Well, he got to know uh, some pretty cool people <laughs> in his time, uh, you know, after he met Sammy. Sammy got his whole ball rolling with Jake, and uh, he got to meet, you know, Danny Gachnar and uh, from the, the House Rockers, and Danny introduced him to Joe, and fast forward to now, uh, so a couple of years later, They've just completed the work on an incredible album. I, I really want you to, and I encourage you to go to Spotify, look up Jake Matheson, check out this album, Carnival Town. It, one of the best writers I have listened to in a long, long time. And folks, I listen to a lot of music, and the thing I listen to the most is the lyrics. The man can tell a story and paint a picture. And uh, I'm proud to call him a friend. Uh, his new album is produced by the great Joe Monroe in Pittsburgh uh, with Danny Gachnar. They both play on the album. It's an incredible record. Uh, you got to pick it up. I, I, I think mine's in transit. I did order it, and I know he got, them in the, uh, he got them in the mail last week, so they'll be coming out. So it's Jake Matheson, and it's called Carnival Town. But this, this song really got to us, being Springsteen fans and being down in Asbury Park. Um, he was able to really paint up, if you close your eyes, and if you've been down Asbury Park, this, this song will tell a story that you are very familiar with. All the places that you see from Madame Marie's to the Wonder Bar, all those places down on the shore uh, are right here. The visuals are incredible. So I want to say thank you, Jake, for all the great music you've given us. Uh, thank you to Danny and Joe uh, for uh, taking these songs and making them what, there are, what they are. And I hope you go check them out on Spotify, and I think he's also on SoundCloud where you can buy the record. This one's Jake Matheson, and this one's called I Left My Heart in Asbury Park. Try to turn around, but I know that I'm in it too deep. The tide is rising fast. I offer up a piece of me to keep. The surf is roaring now, and I bury myself on the I guess the rest of this life is out of reach I hear the sounds from the wonder bar I feel the echoes of this place I see the glow from the empress sign And the smile on Tilly's face I left my heart in Asbury Park It's buried i 
a song about Asbury Park without a great sax solo at the end. That was Minnesota's own Jake Matheson, our good friend, with a great song called I Left My Heart in Asbury Park from his new album called Carnival Town. Check it out on Spotify. Make sure you find him on I think it's uh, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. I get them mixed up. Anyways, you can find him and purchase the record. He's just got the CDs in, so he'll send them to you personally signed. Great job, Jake, on that record. I love it. Uh, the vi like I said, the visuals are just incredible in that song. Next up is another artist that I became a fan of through uh, Light of Day, Asbury Park. So I would go down to Asbury and check out the shows, and uh, you know there'd be a lot of different artists playing, and our friends would be playing Willie Nile and Joe Grushecki and Joe Durso. And this this particular individual played every year at the main show at the Paramount, and I remember the first time seeing him, and I was just blown away. Punky edge to him, but uh, the 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 thing that obviously <laughs> caught my attention was this uh, fellow from Asbury Park, New Jersey, actually Freehold is where he was born. But uh, Mr. Bruce Springsteen would get up and join him because uh, at the time, unbeknownst to me, Bruce was on one of his records on one of his singles, and uh, it was cool because you know Bruce would come out and play with him. He'd play with Willie, and then at the end he'd come out and play with Joe Grushecki when he was there. And uh, but uh, Jesse Mallon. Uh, from New York City became one of my all-time favorites uh, of all the bands that I've gotten to know through uh, Light of Day down in Asbury. And 
He did come up and he played, uh, I think it was uh, Light of Day 8 at the Greg Fruin Theater. Uh, I've seen him many times uh, over the years, especially over there in Buffalo, New York. Uh, he's one of the Rotella Boys' favorites. Evan's a huge fan as well, plays some of his songs. Uh, it, you know, when, he, when he has gigs and uh, people actually know this music, he'll play some Jesse Mallon, which is great. Um, he's got so, so many great songs to play, but I wanted to play this one. I'm going to cue it up because... You know, I don't, I don't have turntables here. I have a, I have an iPad, <laughs> so I have to cue it up. Um, this song here is the one I was uh, just telling you about that, Br that Bruce sings on, and I, I figured that'd be a cool one to play because of Bruce. But the other reason was um, I wanted to share this really quick story. So be because we went down a lot, and, uh, you know, our friends Tony Pellegrosi and Gene Milky, they, these guys would would hook us up and make sure that we were taken good care of because we, you know, we, we were part of the Light of Day family. They, they brought us in. So we'd be back, you know, in the wings uh, at the Paramount Theater, uh, you know, with all the artists. Uh, it, was, it was just a cool experience. And I had done it several times. So I kind of knew how things went. And my son was with me, and he had never been there. He'd been there quite often, but never been there when Bruce was there. So Bruce was there this, this particular uh, time. And uh, so me and Evan were backstage. And I said to Evan, I said, you know what? I know it's early, but we should go stand here by this one curtain. I said, because this is pretty well where everybody walks through. I said, and so, you know, when Bruce comes out to play with Billy, and he'll, be, he'll come right here, basically. Right? So we stood there. Uh, we didn't move. If you had to pee, too bad. You, you do not want to lose your spot. So we were back there with all our friends, and we were standing there. And uh, at one point, Evan looks over to me, and he gives me a little nudge. And he goes, Dad, I said, what? I said, look who's beside me. <laughs> it's... Bruce Springsteen standing right beside Ev, brushing arms up against each other, and he's like nervous. <laughs> and that is exactly the first experience I had. Uh, I was with Mike Marini, and the same thing happened. And Mike just said, don't say anything, and he'll stay. So I said, Ev, well, he's obviously going on with Jesse now, so he's going to get ready. So Jesse was playing, and uh, he was getting ready to introduce Broken Radio. So he was watching Jesse. He's a big fan of all the music out there, and uh, he likes to watch. So he's standing there, and then he's actually right in front of me. I actually have a picture of Bruce blocking my view, and I wanted to tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, buddy, you know, I really like Jesse Mallon. I like to see this, but it was the boss, so I let it go. I let him stand there and block my view for that song, uh, and then he was introduced, and he came out, and he sang this song, which is really one of the most beautiful songs that uh, Jesse Mallon uh, ever wrote. It's a great song. I know uh, Louis Spadafore, I'll send this out to you because Lou found it a while ago and went, Dave, have you heard that song by Jesse Mellon? <laughs> yeah, I've had it, had it for quite some time. So, folks, here's a, here's a great song from the album Glitter. What is the album called? See, I wrote the wrong album. Glittering Gloom, that's what it was. Had the wrong one written down. Here's Jesse Mellon with Broken Radio. I was thinking about another time still in my mind Well, I used to know a little girl high on this world Your baby loves you more than you know Praised on rivalry in rock and roll Some say that she missed the boat, but she 
beautiful song jesse mallon from the album glitter in the gutter i said glitter and that was that's a tom waste <laughs> record so i apologize for mixing up I mean, a great person to mix up the album but tom waste is one of the greatest you're listening to 4680q i'm dan i'm a dave and this is just around the corner We're playing songs from artists that have graced the stages at light of day asbury niagara toronto europe all over the place kingston and hamilton uh, and that was Jesse Mount, who's played quite a few Lighted Days down in Asbury. He did play Lighted Day Canada once, and uh, great guy, and it was uh, great having him. And I think he made a lot of fans when he came down this way. Now, speaking of fans, I'm I'm a huge fan of a lot of music. I grew up listening to a ton of music, and one of my rock and roll heroes was Steve Earle. And uh, one day I found out that a, a friend of ours, he owned a record store uh, called The Beat Goes On for years, across from my old office, uh, Mike Lucas, he uh, was actually managing, not, uh, I think it was a tour manager at the time, um, Steve Earle. And we were looking for, uh, because this, this is tough, trying to find a headliner is tough. And we were looking for a, a headliner, and it was getting late, it was summertime, and, you know, we usually did these shows in November. And uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't always, uh, you know, get them early, and uh, we were starting to get a little nervous it was june and we had nobody i was talking to mike and i uh or actually sorry no i was talking to one of our guys and i said you know what i'm gonna call mike and i'm gonna throw a hail mary pass i'm just gonna see what steve rolls up to i mean what that what's the worst that can happen they can say no so i gave mike a call lo and behold mike was actually sitting next to steve at the time and at the time so this was our light at day 10 so we wanted something special for late at day 10 and but at that time, he it was the anniversary for uh, Guitar Town. I, I, I want to say 40 years. I could be wrong. It could be 30. I think it was the 30th anniversary. Either way, uh, it was a big anniversary, and he had just finished a tour. They were doing nothing at the time. They had nothing planned for the fall. So Steve said to him, that'd be a great idea. We could kind of create a Guitar Town tour, and we could bring those, you know, Light of Day Canada shows into the fold. 
And at the time, we were looking at having a London show, a Kingston show, Toronto show, and a Niagara show. So he said yes, and <laughs> Light of Day 10 was on, and it ended up being probably the most uh, the most money we raised in all of the years uh, for any of the shows. It was a four-day tour of, like I said, it was uh, London, Niagara Falls, Toronto, and Kingston. All four dates were sold out. In fact, in Toronto, <laughs> in front of the Phoenix, they were selling scalper tickets to one of our shows. Can you imagine? They were falling out of the door that night. It was so busy. And, uh, you know, I got to meet one of my rock and roll heroes. My son was on stage that night with him. I've got photos. It's, it was just a, it was an honor and a privilege to have him down and, you know, just to talk to him. And uh, he's a great, great guy. Uh, he did get a great order. I think we ended up getting him an order of uh, Yank's Old Niagara Wings. Uh, he was looking for some good chicken wings, and we ordered them after the show at the Scotiabank. Uh, fun night. Uh, Dave Hodge was our, uh, was our MC that night. And, uh, you know, I think that night we actually lost the upper half of the, of the sound during one of the songs. And the pro that he is, he just kept going. Some guy yelled out, hey, the sound's out. And Steve says, they know what they're doing. They'll get it fixed. He kept playing. And by the end of that song, they had it fixed. And uh, it was just a, it was a great tour. Made a lot of money for the cause, a lot of awareness. And I got to have one of my favorite singers grace our stage so folks from one of my favorite albums hardcore troubadour this is for i mean from i feel all right this is hardcore troubadour mr steve earl it would help if i put the right song on
listening to 4680Q, just around the corner with Dan and with Dave. That was the great Steve Earle from the album I Feel All Right with Hardcore Troubadour. And I started it out with a little Jake Matheson because I, I, I uh, paused the wrong song when I was getting my little iPad ready for you folks. So I apologize. But Jake, you got a little bit more airtime that you weren't, uh, you weren't expecting that, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was, it was a great four shows with Steve. We uh, really appreciated having him and uh, all he did for Light of Day. I really, really appreciate that. Moving forward now, uh, this band here, now, I don't want to say I was closed-minded when I listened to music when I was young, but I was closed-minded when I listened to music. I told you earlier, I listened to like the Southern Cal sound and I listened to the Asbury Park sound. That was that's what I did. I was uh, uh, if it, if it wasn't from that end that, or from those uh, genres, that type of music, and I I didn't listen to it, and I should have. But you know, you, there's only so much time in the day, and I was chasing around different music. And it, even when we started Light of Day, I uh, you know, I, I had the ideas of who I wanted from going down to Asbury Park. And me and Mike, we had guys like Gary Bonds. We brought him here. And just a lot of the different bands that we really like, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. And, and it was kind of a theme. We were bringing Asbury stuff. And so we weren't really delving into a lot of the uh, great Canadian bands. But we, we had uh, a lovely lady who uh, ran Light of Day Hamilton for us, Andrea. And Andrea was big into the... Uh, the Canadian rock scene and a lot of the stuff that I, I wasn't familiar with. Great music that I listen to now, but at the time I wasn't, you know, I knew who they were. I mean, I, I, I love Peter Elkis. He's great. Um, you know, uh, this next band, you know, these are the type of bands that she had out. Uh, Joel Plaskett, that was uh, what wasn't coming to mind a second ago. Uh, he played great, great show. So, uh, she had as one of the headliners that night, I think it was Joel Plaskett and the Trues. And I remember going to Hamilton. Um, I had just visited my cousin in Hamilton uh, at uh, Javinsky. We had just visited with Betty and uh, wasn't sure if I was going to make it out, uh, but I did. And I, I went down to the Lady Day Hamilton show and Peter was on fire, I think. Um, not sure who opened that night. Um, not sure if Willie was there that night, if any any of our guys like Joe Durso were there, because she did have a couple. But the truce came on, and I was blown away. I said, these guys are really, really good. And I bought some of their records. And then, like I always do, I get into everything else, and I kind of put them aside um, a little bit. And just recently, now, thankfully, I have a young kid who likes young music and different stuff, and he turns me on to a, a lot of music and stuff that I, I knew but didn't really listen to. And he became a fan. But our friend Dave Rafe took us to a show in Hamilton, uh, the Jared Diggs Charity Show, and we were backstage, and we, you know, we got to meet the guys from the Trues, and they, they were fabulous that night. Uh, they just great, great. Them and uh, Max from the Arkells, uh, we, he did leather jackets, which blew me away. Uh, but the Trues were just—I couldn't believe how great Colin's voice was. So I said that we got to go see these guys live. So we went uh, like a full show because they just played a few songs uh, at the charity show. So we went to see them at the Town Ballroom not too long ago. And I've seen a lot of shows at the Town Ballroom. I've seen Little Steven there. I've seen Willie Nile. I've seen so many great artists at the Town Ballroom. Brian Fallon, Gaslight. This may have been the most energy I've ever seen in that room. It was packed. You couldn't move. And they put on an incredible show. And, you know, sometimes you listen to the music on record, and you go, these guys are really good. But then when you see them live, 
some people can just take you to another level, similar to Mr. Springsteen, who I know they like because they actually opened for him once. Uh, so they did play Light of Day. They did open for Bruce Springsteen. So those are two things, <laughs> two positives uh, on their side for me. Uh, but that live performance at the Town Ballroom just uh, took me over the edge. I bought their new album, The Wanderer. I've been buying their other vinyl ever since. But they came out, great showmen. At one point, they unplugged. They walked out into the crowd where me and Evan and his girlfriend Izzy were. And right beside us, unplugged with a couple guitars, uh, they sang this song. And it soon, I, I think I have it up on uh, Facebook, it soon became one of my favorite songs. And I remembered I did have this CD. Uh, it, the album's called Acoustics, Friends and Total Strangers. And it, it's just an amazing song, but the performance and the way they came out, you know, Jesse Mellon does the same thing, but the way they came out into the audience and they captivated the entire room and it was packed. And you could hear a pin drop when they played this. One of my favorite songs by the Trues now, this one is called Ishmael and Maggie from the album Acoustic Friends, Total Strangers. Here's the truth. Hello, my name is Ishmael. Forget the one about the will. Tell you of a broken hearted sailor. Such promise and 
Truths with Ishmael and Maggie. Now, I have been talking more than I swore I was going to talk, which I tend to do, and I apologize. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Uh, I'm, I'm very uh, talkative. So when, it's, when I get the music and the stories going, it, it's hard to stop. This is all um, not under the influence, so there you go. So I'm going, to, I'm going to try to be a little quicker on these last three songs, uh, and this lady is going to be my guest next week, so we'll... We're going to have a lot of time to talk, um, but she's from Kingston, Ontario. And, uh, you know, I first met her through our good friend Gord Hunter and Jeanette Blaze, and uh, they had her at one of the Kingston shows that we were doing. And I was just completely blown away uh, by her voice and, and her performance. She's a beautiful lady but with an incredible voice. And, you know, she plays with people like Gord Sinclair. Uh, I think he produced uh, the album we're going to play now, or the, or the album of the song that I'm going to play now. And uh, Rob Baker, both of them from the Tragically Hip, good friends with those guys. And uh, she's won, you know, numerous uh, awards, including uh, several of the Maple Blues awards. Uh, one recently for Female Vocalist of the Year, and you'll see why when you <laughs> when you hear this next song. So I want I want to play a song, but quickly quickly tell a story about it. Uh, w one of the Lighted Day shows, I think it was Lighted Day 9 at the Meridian Center, we had Blue Rodeo as our headliner. And Joe Durson and I were, uh, we were walking through, uh, we were upstairs at the arena and we were walking through the hallway. And I could hear this angelic voice singing and uh, everything was quiet. So we kind of walked out of the hallway and into the arena uh, through one of the uh, doors there and we stood there. And she had the entire, there was 4,200 people I think we had that night, the entire arena captivated, singing a cappella. You could hear a pin drop. And this was the song, it's from the album In Between. This is Miss Emily, Hold Back the River. Enjoy. Rescue me, hold back the river, I'm hard to see, cause I know change, change is the devil's breed. Hold back the river, I'm hard to see. Wind, blow, go and spread that seed. Hold back the river, I'm hard to see. Because I know the shore is a place for me. Hold back the river, I'm hard to see. Hold back the river. I said, hold back the river. Hold 
churches sing along. Man, that is the queen of Kingston, the lady with the golden voice, Miss Emily. Man, you know, it gave me chills, and I hope you were singing along. I know I was. I had the volume down so you guys didn't have to hear this voice <laughs> singing. But, man, as she captivated the entire audience, it was, it was just a beautiful sight to see and one of my favorite moments And Light of Day. And, you know, she plays Light of Day Europe. She plays Light of Day Asbury Park, Light of Day Canada. She's... Uh, amazing person who gives of her talents and her time and uh, check her out on Spotify if you haven't already. So because this show is kind of, uh, you know, moving along a little too fast for me, I've cut out a couple songs that we will play at the next one. Unfortunately, one of the ones I'm bumping, I bumped last time, Mr. John Cafferty, but we'll get that out there. And uh, a new uh, artist that I like, Maddie Carlock. So we'll get to those in the next songs from around the corner. So I want to end this show, though, um, by telling you, obviously, next week, Miss Emily will be our guest. You can learn everything and anything you wanted to know about Miss Emily uh, next week at 3 o'clock. Uh, she'll be uh, here, not live in the studio, but she'll be on uh, the phone. The week after, though, live in the uh, studio, we'll have Mr. Stephen Stanley. And this next performer will be here at the end of the month, again, on the phone with my special host guest, Mr. Evan Rotella. Um, I've got two sons, kind of. So I've got, a, I've got a, my, my true Canadian son, Evan Rotella, born of his mother, <laughs> and he's a musician, and a, a darn good one, I think, at, the, at this point in his uh, young career. The person he's looked up to his entire life, uh, I, I can say his entire life, because he started coming to light of day when he was a, maybe just a few years old, two, three, four years old, uh, and he got to see this guy like I did, grow up with light of day so you know uh, Evan would come to all the shows he was at the very first one and he'd be running around with his buddies and this guy was playing in the lobby one day 
we we were asked by I think it might have been Rob Die from Light of Day who, who asked if you know he could bring somebody up uh, you know fit him in somewhere and I said well sure maybe in the lobby we could do something and we were just starting to have lobby guests at the Greg Furlan uh, or sorry lobby musicians at the Greg Furlan and uh, so I'm running around doing my normal crazy stuff this one year uh, it might have been like Light of Day four. And I'm running all over, and people are coming up to me and say, Dave, who's that guy in the lobby? He's damn good. And in fact, my father said to me, the guy just played Johnny Cash. You're really, really good. And I'm, I'm going to have to go check him out. So I went to the bar, got to hear a little song, and I thought, wow, uh, the energy on this young man uh, playing guitar. And just, you know, he had such command of the, the crowd in the lobby. I was blown away and uh, got to meet him, and his name is Bobby Mahoney. And I did mention his wonderful parents, uh, rock and roll parents, uh, Anne and Bob last week, and how I look up to them <laughs> as rock and roll parents, as mentor. Uh, but this is Evan's mentor, Bobby Mahoney, and he, he just fell in love with the music and the edge. And Bobby played the lobby that year, and he was so good. I said, okay, so you're going to make it to the acoustic stage next year. Trust me. So we got him. Uh, the next year he came back, he played a, an acoustic set on the acoustic stage and did such a great job. We said, next year, you're bringing the band and you're, you're going to play. And I was a big fan, so was my son, of uh, their album Friends in Low Places. And there was a song on there that we loved called Gildan Street. And so I said to Bobby, okay, you're going to open the show. I have an idea. I said, remember that acoustic stage at the top of the theater? I said, I want you to start up there because the song you'll hear as we play the song starts out slow and then it builds. I said, and you'll, you'll go down the walkway all the way up and up the stairs, and then when you hit the top of the stairs, boom, the, the uh, curtains will go up, and the seventh sun will be there. And uh, <laughs> at first he thought, oh, that's, I don't know if we could be able to do this. Logistically, it doesn't seem to work. But thankfully, Bobby figured it out for us, and he did it, and it was still one of the best opening songs uh, Light of Day has had that and when Joe Durso played acoustic those two will always stick in my head and uh, I've always loved this song and I, he's got a lot of great music on Spotify Bobby Mahoney and the Seventh Son these guys just to quickly tell you uh, you know w where they went afterwards they actually opened for Bon Jovi pretty cool eh? these guys are a great band they got a great energy a great vibe um, I'm Glad to call them all friends. They're great, great, great human beings. James McIntosh, Andrew Soule, John Chansoon, and of course, the lead singer and our good friend, the guy I call my American son, Mr. Bobby Mahoney. So from the album Friends in Low Places, here's one of my favorite Bobby Mahoney songs. This one's called Gildan Street. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to uh, Just Around the Corner, our episode, Songs from Around the Corner. We're here every Tuesday, 3 o'clock on 4680Q. You can catch us on Spotify. You can catch, catch us on the website, 4680Q.com, and at lightedaycanada.com slash podcast. These will all be up there, even this one with all the little mistakes I made. I will put it up there to so show my flaws. Folks, one of my favorites. Have a great week. This is Bobby Mahoney and the Seventh Son with Gildan Street. Stain 
She was stepping 